Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 1, Red Tape. Raven hated flying. She had been on countless flights, but still had never gotten used to it. She was good at navigating airports, though. She had also become an expert at packing, making good use of every square inch of her carry-on. Pulling her trusted suitcase behind her now, a sense of discomfort settled over Raven. There was a different vibe at this particular airport. There was something very different about the place. Maybe because it was on a different continent? She grimaced. The fabric of her face mask shifted over the parts of her skin that already felt raw. She would have to apply some cocoa butter later. Maybe it wasn't the place where she had landed, but how she had to travel these days. This was the first time Raven had boarded a plane since the pandemic had started. An airplane cabin had been a suffocating place before. Now it felt like an airborne prison. Her fellow passengers had all regarded each other with suspicious eyes above their masks, sometimes from behind their plastic face shields. Raven couldn't wait to leave all the suspicion and anxiety behind her. The local time was around 5 p.m. There would be daylight for at least another few hours. Maybe she could go for a walk later. The thought of breathing in fresh air and exploring a new city on a summer evening lifted her spirits. Raven squinted at the signs attached to the ceiling. She followed the arrows that guided her to the passport check for non-EU citizens. Unfortunately, the line already stretched all the way into the next hallway. People stood waiting in boxes that were marked on the ground with red tape. An officer with a dog, a large shepherd with aggressive eyes, walked up and down the line, making sure everyone abided by the rules. Raven's shoulders tightened. She hurried to the first available box, keeping her carry-on close. Her phone started ringing just as she stopped six feet behind the last person in line. Raven slipped her hand under the silk scarf that covered her hair and answered the phone with a quick tap on the AirPod in her right ear. Raven Robinson? Why so formal? Raven smiled. It was good to hear her sister's voice. I didn't see it was you. At least you're alive, Jasmine said, not hiding her annoyance. I was going to call you any minute now. I just landed, Raven replied. How was the flight? Suffocating, Raven said, staring at the line in front of her. It wasn't moving. There was no need to do that to yourself, Jasmine sighed. Let's not go there again, Raven warned her older sister. And all for a silly dream, Jasmine continued anyway. Raven rolled her eyes. They had had this discussion many times in the last couple of weeks. Busy day over there, she asked, changing the subject. Jasmine chuckled. <laughs> when isn't it? I've got patients scheduled until 8 p.m. That's not too bad. Raven teased. You'll be home by nine. But I'll miss dinner, Jasmine said. I don't like working in the evenings. Raven knew this was a jab at her habit of working late into the night. Grinning, she replied. That's how I stay ahead of the Paxis. And it's how you'll find an early grave, Jasmine responded. But at least I'll die rich. And you're not taking any of that with you, her sister retorted. Raven smiled. I just want to do my part, she said more seriously. Jasmine sighed. You already do plenty. Anyway, I 
have to go. Just be careful, okay? Don't get too close to people. Raven nodded. I won't. Love you. Tell mom I love her. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Raven whispered and tapped the air pot again. She looked around the large hallway, blinking. Tears were stinging in the back of her eyes. She already missed her sister's voice. For a second, she wished she could turn around and fly back home. Tucking her hand into the pocket of her comfortable sweatpants, her favorite for traveling, she thought of her sister's and mother's faces. They were so much like her own, and so different from most people around here. It was hard to feel safe in a place so far away from home, especially with everyone wearing masks, making it hard to find a friendly face. But Raven was fed up with sitting at home and talking to people on a screen. That made her feel alone, too. The line finally moved. Raven grabbed the handle of the carry-on and made her way to the next red box on the floor. She pursed her lips and wondered how many hours it would take her to get out of this place. Two and a half hours. That's how long it had taken Raven to reach the front of the line. The Belgian border officer had measured her temperature, checked her certificate of good health, and inspected her passport. Raven had then been instructed to follow the green line. It would take her to the arrivals hall of Brussels airport, the officer had said. Raven wondered where the red line would have taken her. She was glad she didn't have to find out. Her pulse picked up as she approached the sliding doors at the end of the hallway. She could see people waiting on the other side. It was comforting to know that she would soon have someone she trusted by her side. It didn't matter that she hadn't met him before. Raven had talked to the man for so many hours in the last three months that she considered him a good acquaintance. Plus, she believed in his vision and she had flown across the ocean to prove it. Feeling determined, Raven walked through the sliding doors. She smiled as she looked around, pulling back the scarf onto her shoulders. She tried to spot a familiar face. It was nearly impossible with the masks, but he had promised to hold a sign. Raven couldn't find a sign with her name on it, though. She stepped to the side, getting out of the way. Her fingers tightened around the handle of her carry-on. She had landed hours ago, so it seemed unlikely that he was just running late. Shit. She muttered to herself, the sound of her voice muffled by the mask. It took her a second to decide what she should do next. She had never even considered a scenario in which she wouldn't meet Bart at the airport. Everything had been planned so well. Just call him, Raven thought and pulled out her phone. She found the international number in her contact list and pressed the phone against her ear. The tone of the ringing sounded foreign to her. It was weird how that always happened abroad. This is Bertrand Velde. I can't answer your call right now, but I will get back to you as soon as possible. Raven's brow furrowed. She hung up just as the beep of the voicemail followed. Another police officer with a dog strolled by. Raven pursed her lips. She really wanted to get out of here as soon as possible. She would give Bart another 15 minutes. If he hadn't found her by then or called back, she would make her own way to the hotel. She had the address in her notes app. She would just take a taxi and everything would be fine. Dread still settled in the pit of her stomach. This was not a great start of the trip. She had taken a big risk by coming here. 
If things went according to plan, she would soon take many more risks. In return, he couldn't even pick her up from the airport in time? Stop overreacting, Raven told herself, fidgeting with one of her braids. There's no need to panic. There are many good reasons for him not being able to make it here in time. She flexed her fingers. They hurt from squeezing her suitcase too tightly. Miss Robinson? Someone asked from behind her, startling her. Raven spun around. A woman was standing about six feet away from her. Her dark blonde hair was pulled back in a messy ponytail. Brown eyes looked apologetic above a polka-dotted face mask. Yeah, that's me, Raven said, tilting her head. My boss, Bartz, couldn't make it and asked me to pick you up? The woman continued. Okay, Raven replied hesitantly. Sorry, and you are. The skin around the woman's eyes crinkled as her face mask shifted up slightly. I'm Natalie, she waved. It was all a bit short notice, so I couldn't bring a sign with your name on it. Sorry. Raven's shoulders dropped in relief. She and Natalie had emailed back and forth about her travel arrangements. Right, Natalie. Thanks for picking me up. Raven smiled and grabbed her suitcase. Let's get out of here. Natalie nodded enthusiastically. If we hurry, we can still catch the 8 p.m. train. She gestured for Raven to follow her. Wait, a train? Raven asked, catching up to the Belgian woman, who was walking quite fast. Yes, I don't have a car. We'd be stuck in traffic jams anyway, Natalie explained over her shoulder, speaking loudly to cover the distance. She pointed at a yellow sign in the corner of the hall. It had a train symbol and a downward arrow on it. I see, Raven replied, frowning. The last thing she needed right now was to be stuck in another small space with strangers. Surely a car would have been the safer option, even if it was slower. Maybe she should insist on taking a taxi together? Considering this plan and how she could suggest it to Natalie, Raven didn't notice that her hostess had come to a halt. She was well within six feet of Natalie by the time she stopped. Their eyes locked before she quickly took a step back. Trust me. Natalie said, amusement sparkling in her eyes. We'll be in Ghent before you know it. She winked and spun on her heel off again. Raven stood staring at Natalie's back, eyes wide. She studied Natalie in more detail now. A black tank top hugged the curves just above her hips. It sat in stark contrast with the wide linen pants Natalie was wearing below it. Raven smiled. She did like Natalie's casual style and the wink had been innocent and playful. There was something about this woman that made Raven feel more at ease than she usually was around new people. Pulling her carry-on behind her again, Raven picked up her pace with just a hint of a spring in her step. Maybe this trip wasn't off to such a bad start after all. This was part one of my new story, Worth the Risk. If this is your first episode of the podcast ever, hi, I'm Sigrid. Um, I create the podcast. I'm pretty much a one-woman band slash show. Um, I record the episodes in my home office in a, in a little pillow fort I built. And I also write um, and produce every single episode. So thank you for checking my work out and I hope you enjoy it. I've got to say thanks to some people. Thank you, B, for holding me accountable and inspiring me to write the story. Thank you, M, for your encouragement, your support, 
And your feedback, it's invaluable and it has made me a better person and a better writer. Thank you, of course, Muriel, for your love, support and critical feedback. And thank you to all the listeners who have helped me fund the creation of this episode. This is a listener-funded show. I share my work in the spirit of the gift economy with everyone, freely. And I can keep going if enough people support my work. So if you would like to support the creation of the next episode and this story, you can go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support and see if you want to chip in. Again, thank you so much to all of you who have sent me help and support. All right, I released this episode a few days early on November 21st, a Saturday. Now, usually I release episodes on Tuesdays. So the second episode of Worth the Risk will be out on Tuesday, December 8th. If you want earlier access, it might be a good idea to check my website, lesbianromantic.com, and click on Behind the Scenes in the Navigation. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Worth the Risk, and I hope to see you again soon on this podcast channel or the website. <laughs>